Welcome to another edition of the leather-clad bones of advertising. I'm Craig McLeod, strapped in, strapped in leather, and of course, you are... I'm a cowboy. I'm a cowboy. On a steel horse I ride. And I'm wanted. Wanted. Dead or alive. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> I am. Uh, Where did I'm that a, come from? I've got no idea. Leather. Leather cowboys. You know, I always wanted to be a cowboy when I was a young boy. I wanted to be a oh, cowboy. I, love it. I ended up joining advertising, which is, uh, you know, not that much different. <laughs> yeah, not that much different at all. Kind of cowboy yeah. territory. We're definitely in the sales side of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, it certainly used to be. I think there's a little bit of um, it's changed a little bit because uh, there's some there's some very big money and some very professional money floating around uh, these days. I think there's a lot more accountability, and I don't think you can just go, "Oh, trust me," and put on your white shoes and hope for the best. I think there is. I think there is a certain. I think there's a certain amount of accountability. Um, but where are you getting with this, my boy? What, what, where, where are we headed? Is there a, a bone? There is. I've got a point. Up? I've got a point. I've got a little bone. A little, tiny little bone. A little, a tiny little bone. Well, it's one of those bones that, you know, it starts out small. Okay. But the more you eat, the more you nibble, mm-hmm. the bigger the bone gets. It's one of those funny little, you know, it breaks. So it's kind of narrow and then you kind of get to the meaty bit. It kind of opens right up. I like it. Well, that's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Very it's interesting, J.D. It's like a uh, it's like a scapula, like a shoulder bone. Oh, no. You start on that little bit, and all of a sudden you 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 meet the meat. There's too much meat on the bone for you to actually get you know halfway through. It's the bone, my friend, the bone of why big clients like small agencies. Right. So why the corporates are looking for the more smaller style agency these days. Okay. Very interesting, JD. And there was a um there was a uh, there was a, a lovely article by uh uh P3. Trinity P three, you're right. The guys at Trinity P three uh put this out on LinkedIn and uh you and I both saw it and thought, you know what? That is bone worthy <laughs> We could we could chew over that bone for a little while. It was bloody well written, to be honest with you, JD. And I thought to myself, I'm gonna share this with my boy JD, and I'm gonna say to him, JD. I quite like this and I'm going to get on board. There's one thing that we're going to run over and I'm just going to love saying the words that they use, the Ringleman effect, the (laughs) Ringleman effect. We're going to get to that one in a minute. But top reason why big corporates like smaller agencies, JD, number one, I reckon, is going to be, without a doubt, complacency. They don't get complacency. They don't get, and you know why? You know why? Because small agencies can't afford to get complacent. No. Small agencies, small agencies, there's very little place for people who are not pedaling the bike. Yes. Yeah. You can't hide in a small agency if you're not on the pedals. And it's, you know what, I this is interesting for me simply because going through COVID, we had a very come into the office culture, right? We, everyone would always be in the office. We'd always see what everyone's doing. You know, you'd be crystal clear. Then COVID strikes and all of a sudden everyone's out of the office. So you can't see who's pedaling. But what happened was you actually saw that the peddling was very, very consistent and might have even come up a level when people were working from home. So that ability that you thought they might want to hide more was completely the opposite for us. We found that the peddling actually even increased if, if that was possible because we were working at a pretty high rate. 
I think I think the great thing about COVID, and you know, we're probably getting off the point here a bit, but rabbit um, hole. That's my rabbit fault, bud. No, no, no. Love a rabbit. You know me. Love a rabbit hole. That's us um, backing out of a rabbit hole. <laughs> too late. Too late. I'm going in after you. Oh, we're the going down. He's in. going down. Grab the snorkel. <laughs> Stop, Roma. Come back. Um, the um, I, I reckon there is a there is a there's a a cultural piece where um, in large agencies. Uh, there has been a they they've adhered to classic kind of management beliefs, and that is if you're not at your desk and I can't see you working, then you're not being productive. Yeah. And I think in smaller agencies, uh, people who work in smaller agencies tend to have more of an entrepreneurial kind of bent, so there's a yep. little bit more energy. And I think the what COVID proved is there is this innate ability for people. No, what COVID proved was we. We get to judge the output, not where they're sitting when they when they actually come up with it. Perfectly put, my friend. That's exactly right. We get to look at productivity by what's achieved rather than where you are and how you achieved it. Yeah. And um, getting back on point, see, see how easy? See how That's easy? So easy. So yeah. easy. And so look, easy. truth be told, we're not saying big agencies are all complacent, but I'm just Yes, saying, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> of course we're I'm, saying that. <laughs> well, maybe we are a little bit. But what I, what I am saying is that we've been able to prove on a fairly regular basis with some of our big corporates that we're super grateful to for giving us the opportunity. But I think it's really the, the fact that whether they're complacent or not, a smaller agency like us is definitely not complacent. And as you said, we just can't afford to be complacent. But on the next point, my friend, which is where we're going to talk about the Ringelman effect. And I'm going to read from the Trinity boys, the Trinity and Trinity ladies, the post, the Trinity P3 post that says the phenomenon is simply the tendency for individual members of a group to become increasingly less productive as the size of their group increases. Yep. Yeah. Unsurprising. Unsurprising. And um, uh, I also think it's because the the larger the group, there is a there is a tendency for people not to make. It's easy for people not to have to make hard decisions. Like when the hard decision is right in front of you, right, right in front of your face. Yep. It's very easy to go. Well, I've got to put my big boy pants on and you know deal with this. But if there's if there's all, all sorts of shit going on, it's very easy to hire. So if you've got a if you've got a writer or an art director or a designer or a you know a, a managing director or whoever, yep. And you go to them and you say, oh, you know the. Um, the client, I've got a, uh, I've got a brief here. Uh, I took a note on a, but he posted note. And I'm just going to stick it on your desk. But um, the client wants to change everything, and they go, nah, you can't. Like it's very hard in a small agency to go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, 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 right. I'll come back to you tomorrow. No, in a small agency, it's like, sorry, sorry. Put on. your, yeah, yeah. Put your productive hat on. Take your little, take your little yeah, downturn mouth and turn it upside down and get on with it. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in a big agency, you can, you can, you sometimes can tend to pander to, to people who have produced really good results in the past, and allow them to get away with all sorts of shit, because it's too hard to actually have that argument when you when you're under the pump because there's always like two or three people in the big agency who juggle more than like they're the ones 
they're the ones who are pedaling madly. And there's, a couple of, there's a couple of blokes up the back, you know, with their bloody feet up and, um, you know, don't you worry about it. Yeah. Smoking for Australia, my boy. Yeah, a little bit of scotch at 10 o'clock in the morning because that's what we do in advertising. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. And that kind of leads us to the next point too, JD. There's very little red tape that a big corporate has to deal with with a yeah. smaller agency. There is very little hierarchy. It kind of sits flat. Yeah. You're talking to either someone who is very, very senior in the agency and you will probably have access to designers and maybe art directors and creative directors directly as well or head of strategy like there's no kind of, uh, I only talk to the AD who then talks to, you know, the account manager who then yeah. talks to the exec before it gets it. Like there's no red tape. There's none of that kind of, if a decision needs to be made, we're not going to use that house for the shoot. Yeah. It's done. You know what I mean? Like it's literally just done. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's no, it used to be like the house, the Russian parliament. Yeah. I'd talk to I'd talk to this person who then got it up, and they go and talk to them, and then it comes then, back down, and then it would, you know. And by the time Chinese whispers has bloody got all over it, and the message that ends up going back to the client can be not yeah. probably or maybe not what was what was intended in the beginning. I wouldn't have been surprised if Chinese whispers was actually an, a, a one of those supervillains. Yes. Her, her name her name is actually Chinese whispers. I like she it. Just, yeah, all she does is she just like she doesn't quite get it right. Yeah, so right. by the time it comes back to Superman, he's like, "What? What? You want me to change my underpants? No, I want you to save the world. No, I got changed my underpants. So sorry, I'm just going to be." Chinese whispers was all over that, my boy, <laughs> and definitely less salesy, I think, as well. Yeah. There's not not kind of the the lardy da and the hoopla, although pitching is still a part of the process, no matter whether you're big or small. But I think it's less by us because we're huge and we're backed by all of this stuff mm. it's more by us because of the idea and the capability we've got to be able to produce this specifically for you and that is the that's the thing capability it used to be that in advertising a big agency a big corporate believed they needed a big agency because there was big infrastructure and they had a whole lot of people who could do big things like I'd talk to you'd talk to this person and they would go away and they would produce a brochure or an ad or a, you know whatever nowadays because because the, the technology allows it and because there are a lot of people who are more highly trained and more highly skilled from a very from a younger age I think there's greater capability in small agencies or there is as much capability in small agencies. And so it becomes a question of attitude. And it's like when you're on the footy field, you look at, um, you look at, you look at Melbourne. Well, I love talking about yes, Melbourne. But they're up about, about at the moment. You shot no swilling. That's right. That's right. And we clap like that. Yes. yes. Anyway. Clap like this. Oh, great shot. Very good. Well done. The difference between Melbourne this year and Melbourne last year is attitude. It's yep. the same people, the same cattle, the same skills, the same everything. It's the attitude that makes the difference. And I reckon it's the same thing in small agencies. Small agencies, the, one of the big strengths they've got yep. is energy, energy, energy. That's three strengths, but yeah, they're all the same. I think, that, 
that ties into relevance as well, mate. When you were talking about the ability of young, uh, of smaller agencies hiring younger people or potentially people that have got more of a younger bent, so not necessarily age-specific but are well, more across, you know, the newer age technologies, I think relevance becomes really important as well to, to the, the bigger corporate that, you know, sometimes you might have people that have been in the, the space for a long, long time but, you know, maybe great at sort of the older tech, you know, TV, radio, all of that kind of the older... Um, mediums but you and th- of course they've got the new as well but I think they're looking at the the smaller agencies as being perhaps more invested in that space because it's their area like it's really their space that they've had to work in because they don't get the TV budgets they don't get those sorts so it, I think it really aligns with the level of relevance and obviously the growth of, uh, of social media advertising, digital advertising and all of that, and, you know, and obviously last year with the, the massive amount of screen time, the screen time that we sh- we saw as well, I really feel that, that, that they made a great point when they mentioned relevance and the other is flexibility. No. Going back to what we were saying before about laddering up and having a lot of sort of red tape, I mean, on the back of that is the ability for us to say, when a client says, I want you to have another crack at that idea to go bang, and be on to it and have a new idea back to them in a very short period of time. So the ability to, to be nimble and flexible, or even when the campaign's in market, okay, that bit of creative is not working as well as this. Let's channel the budget over here and bang, it's done. You know, it's it's done in hours, not in days or even weeks. There's There used to be a, a very real kind of, in larger agencies, you would put the You'd put the people in the in the sandbox down the back of the crowds, and you'd only deal with the people with the ties and the you know the the suits and you know the high heels and whatever. Yeah. And in a smaller agency, you know, open the door and there you are. Like you get to see the whole thing straight away. The engine room is there for your private viewing. And they and the small agencies love it. They absolutely fall over themselves. I think the other one, massive one, which we can't overlook is affordability. When you have an engine room full of human talent, it costs a lot of money. You, on a monthly basis, are in a position where you have to chase the payroll, JD. You have to do that. When you're a little leaner, 10, 12 people, you can put yourself in a position where you'll be you know, much more comfortable from a payroll pursuit point of view. So, therefore, affordability... Yep. You're not having to put massive numbers against things that maybe don't warrant massive numbers simply because you don't have all these overheads, you don't have marble stairways, you don't have receptionists sitting there, you don't have lifts that need to be serviced, you don't have 85 car parks under the building yep. all paying a bloody government tax and levy on top yep. of. It's a very different scenario. It is a very different scenario, and I think that I think a challenge for small agencies when they actually do get a taste of that delicious corporate dollar, mm. um, sweet sweet corporate, sweet sweet corporate dollar, is to um, is to is to fight off the desire to charge more, to become bigger, to become more complacent. To like we 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 tend to chase growth because we believe that, you know, the more growth we've got, the more revenue we've got, the better off we'll be. But as a classic marketing wisdom will tell you that what you actually need is you need growth in margin. You don't need necessarily growth in revenue. Yeah. And so if you, if you can stay small and service 
big client, then you're there's a little bit of magic that a lot of people seem to slip by the wayside. They try and get as much money out of the big corporates as they can because they think they won't miss it. When in actual fact, I think big corporates respect the the uh, fiscal accountability that smaller agencies tend to have because they're a lot more visible. There's a lot more transparency in a smaller agency, or there certainly seems to be. Yep, completely agree. And, and I think that's a really good point, JD, really important to note. And if I was a, a big corporate, I'd really want to make sure that I was a priority for them. I would I would want to make sure that the agency saw me as a priority. I would want to be aware of their client list and and have an idea of who you're working with. I'd also want to be aware of the number of people, but also the talent within the group. So what I've found of recent times, and as you know, we've been really fortunate with a couple of, of big corporates of recent times, they wanted to meet the team, which I just loved. You know, they've wanted to see our studio. They've, they've not just taken our word for it in a pitch. They came in to meet the team. Like they walked in and wanted to shake hands and know who everyone was so that we could kind of put a face to the org chart. And on top of that, you know, we've got a studio in Cheltenham where we do lots of, you know, filming, photography and, and, and podcasting. They wanted to actually go and see it with no action going on yeah. just to make sure it was what we said it was. You know the the thing that I I I I love about like at a small agency, the people who go into the pitch are most probably the people who are going to work on your business in the long term. Yeah. Whereas when you've got when you've got a large uh, national multinational agency, yep. The people who walk through the door in the pitch will probably be the managing director, who you'll never see again. Yep. The head of account service, who you'll only talk to if there is a Financial problem, major problem, and and probably because you owe the agency money. Yep. That's that's when they get the big the big suits out. Yep, <laughs> and um and a creative director who sits over the top of a couple of other group co-directors who are probably in the room but sitting way down the other end of the table who won't say more than three words, but they're the ones that you will need to deal with day after day after day. Yep, if you can get past the. Uh, if you can get past the uh, the the little the the door guard, the door bitch, the um the bloke in the suit who uh, who is going to service the living daylights out of you, yep. and not let you anywhere near the agency. That's the there you that go. Is uh, a really really valid point too, my friend. And I think you know what? Can you can you repeat it back to me because I think I lost myself around about the time I said door bitch. I, I was completely across that. I think the essence of what you were saying is smaller agency. Those who turn up to the pitch are the people you will play with day in day out. Yep. Bigger agency highly less likely because you will have the big guns rolled out to win the pitch, but then to actually transact it and turn it into the day-to-day, obviously their costs are not going to be relevant to being able to do the, the, the lower tasks. So they'll be on to the next one. Whereas with a smaller agency, there is no one else to come in and do it. You are working with the people that are pitching because they're the ones who will bring it to life. And it's a balancing act. It is. And, um, uh, you know, it's um, there's no... There's no magic bullet. There's no one-size-fits-all magic gun bullet, no. whatever metaphor I'm searching for. I'm sorry. I, uh, 
I'm just coming off the back end of a very nice project. I'm very, very tired. But, <laughs> no, you just need to start a day and watching Melbourne win one more time. I that's exactly correct. That's just a really nice cut nook and you'll be fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friend, you know what? I'm going to call it. That's another edition of the Bones of Advertising. And we believe if you're a big corporate out there listening, we are right for you, ready to go and right for you. At least come and have a chat to us. But all the very best to you, my friend. Don't go changing. Thank you. I will not. You too. Take care. See you next week.